Welcome to Gia's Italian Kitchen's podcast, where we share episodes and tips with you from our most amazing family recipes of Northern Italy. We do things differently. No more having to guess at internet recipes or rewind TV shows. We chop, dice, and create together and prepare you ahead of time. Let's get cooking. So, Amy, I see the biggest watermelon I've ever seen. What are, what are we doing with this today? <laughs> I'm attempting to cut it to make watermelon martinis and watermelon margaritas. Ooh. What are your other ingredients that we're... Um, we are adding a simple syrup to, for some sweetness. And the simple syrup is just water it's and just sugar, just, yeah, right? Yeah. Just an almost saturated solution of... So, semi-saturated solution of sugar and water. And Do you usually make your own? That is, is because the sugar will dissolve well in the alcoholic beverage, with, especially if it's cold with ice. So you pre-dissolve the sugar in water and then add it to your drink. So if you, so I make my own simple syrup, but you would that you, you don't think that would um, work because it wouldn't dissolve? No, you, that's said? the reason you use simple syrup is because oh. if you just added sugar directly to your drink, yeah, you're gonna have sugar crystals that won't dissolve very Got quickly. it. Right, right, right. Okay. Especially if you have Got ice it. in your beverage. Okay. So simple syrup, I usually do, um, I think the typical recipe is like one to one, right? Like a cup of water, a cup of sugar, but I usually do less sugar because I think that's way too much. Do you do one to one when you make it? one to one, but you can do any ratio you okay. like. Just you'd add more or less of it depending on how sweet you want your okay. yeah. beverage. But there'll be a point where you can't add more sugar because it, it will never dissolve. It'll ah. become a super saturated, like it'll be, become a passive saturation point. Okay, so so Amy is a flavorist scientist. So that's so we're going to talk with a little more technicality on the the food stuff. But is so tell me more about the the sugar, the saturation that you just said. So At some sugar, point, you can't like add more. It has more. a saturation point, much like salt. Like it, it'll eventually not dissolve because it's used up all the water for dissolving. And it'll just sit there. It'll just sit there. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So what you could do is even make that solution, then add a little water back until it's fully dissolved, and you know you're right oh. at that level. Temp temperature will affect the saturation point too. Oh. Um, How so weird. Okay, so we're cutting up this huge watermelon. Yeah. Now what are we gonna do with this? Are we gonna puree the watermelon? Yeah, I think we're gonna puree. We might keep some slices to kind of decorate oh, nice. the rim. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So we'll post this recipe in the notes and uh, I think the picture of the podcast is gonna be the picture of the drink, the finished drink. So we'll get that later. So maybe to start, I'll just cut some slices so we have that saved and then everything And then we can stick them in the fridge, puree. okay. Yeah. Do we have any more of those big rectangular um, plastic? They're almost like to-go tops. We could put, should we put them in there? Okay. Oh, there's Tupperware, okay. So then, well, we're just gonna stick in the fridge. So then, what alcohol are we using? Vodka for the martinis okay. and tequila for the margaritas. Okay. Is but there anything you might substitute for that if someone didn't have the vodka or the tequila? You could probably do rum. Would be great. Okay. You know, rum is made from sugar, so that profile would go really well. Um, we're gonna add lime in addition to that, and maybe a little mint for some freshness, mm -hmm. a fresh, like cooling flavor. 
So is that one? Is that a combo that you love, like the watermelon, the mint, the lime? Is that a good so, flavor combo? Absolutely. And there's a lot of food products out there that use those combinations. It's a flavorist. We think about we call them green notes. So there's a lot of green notes in watermelon. We think of the rind as kind of has similarity to like leaves and grass. Like it would, so, it's green. Okay. Um, there's a lot of green compounds in watermelon, and then. There's also a lot of floral notes in watermelon. Actually, really? a lot of fruit has a lot of floral notes because they come from flowers. Oh. Think about that. Okay. So is the green notes, is that like a category? Yeah, it's a category, okay. it's a flavor category. Okay. For sure. So in, in the green category, we could select something grassy green, fatty green, pear green. Um, What's a fatty green? It would be like the, like the green notes you get in oil. Oh, like an olive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Those are all the Who knew? <laughs> you can ask a question. Ask a question. No, I just think this is fascinating. Isn't it fun? Yes. This I is so fun. I love it. I'm and then, so because mint has green notes, because it's a leaf, it's leafy and green, okay. it pairs sense. really well. So, like, okay. kind of like goes with like. You think of foods that pair together because mm -hmm. they what grows together goes together. Mm -hmm. Kind of the same philosophy for flavors. Yeah, so in one of our um, prior episodes, we talked about, with a master gardener, we talked about planting things. And we talked about plant, how we plant the basil next to the tomatoes because they actually complement each other. And then if you think of like a farm where they flip their crops, soybeans, corn, they flip the fields each year, I flip my basil and my tomatoes, the location each year because then the soil, like they, you're not planting the same thing in the same soil year over year, but the basil tomato combo when you flip them, because they're complement, like they're supposed to go together. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Oh, so I'm cutting up the mint right now. It, yeah, it smells so good. Yeah, so with, with that being said, mint a little goes a long way. You can kind of take over a beverage, mm. a flavor very easily with mint. But watermelon mint is a big, it's a common combination. Um, watermelon lime and, and or basil. So you could do like oh, yeah. muddled basil in your drink and then yeah. add, just kind of depends on what your preference is. So for the mint, there's lots of varieties of mint. Of varieties of mint. So I have like a lemon mint in my yard. There's spearmint, there's peppermint, there's like true mint. And to me, they taste very different. They, they are very different. Chemically, they're very different as far as um, what you find if you analyze those oils. Um, so, and they, I guess, give a real different impression. A garden mint is going to taste a lot different than peppermint. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Wintergreen, winter mint. Mm, yeah. You know, that's a completely different flavor profile. Yeah. Not preferred in, in Europe. <laughs> Americans, Not preferred in Europe? No, no. It's like, uh, what do you to mean? them, to, at least from what I have seen in our industry, is that it's just not something that they grew up with, generally speaking. It's oh. more of like they associate with a cleaning product. Oh. Um, where we yes. associate it with you know, gum and Lifesaver. Um, and actually, if you look at root beer, root beer, one of the main compounds of root beer is wintergreen. Really? So vanilla and wintergreen. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Oh, I tried making my 
So my uh, simple syrup I make for the uh, mint juleps for the Kentucky Derby, and I use a ton of mint, but I've tried to make it with like a peppermint or spearmint and it tastes terrible. Yeah. Like, like I need the fresh, real, just garden, garden mint, mint. Because yep. um, it really changes the flavor. Absolutely. It's okay, funny, so that's one of the first things you learn as a flavorist is that differentiation between the mints. Oh, funny. You know, why that? Why just because they are so different. I don't okay. think if you don't know it until you know it. Right. Like you've got some mint is mint is mint. Yeah. But they're very different. Is this enough? Okay. That's enough for drink accoutrement. Those are beautiful. Yes. And we can just carry the rest of it. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to grab either a Cuisinart or a hand, not a hand mixer, but a Cuisinart or a, a what? blender. A what? A Cuisinart? Oh. A Cuisinart? Cuisinart. <laughs> Quasi-art. Or a food processor would work. Just not a KitchenAid? Or <laughs> <laughs> not a, a cookie. Not where you're going to go make cookies with the claw or bread with the claw. Okay, so food processor or a blender or a ninja <laughs> to puree the watermelon. And then we need the vodka, the tequila. We've got the mint. What else is going in this? Simple syrup. Right, right, right. It's that's oh, it. is that it? It's oh. just simple. Yeah. Nice. I guess which is nice. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, 20, yeah, 20 minutes. Okay. So what kind of glass are we going to use? For the, um, well, I guess for both. Well, kind given, of given, <laughs> given your choices here, who knows, but. But if we were at home and we were in a full, because we're, we're, we're not at home right now, but if yeah. we were at home, what would we be I using? mean, I think you do a martini glass for the martinis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a margarita glass with margaritas. Okay, well, that's yeah. easy enough. Yeah. And if we don't have those. You don't have to do that. You could even do, like, little shooters. Like, if you just want a little appetizer taste. Of, oh, that'd be fun. You could just do, like, little shooters. So as, you could almost have it as a appetizer beverage where you don't have to have a full drink you can just have a taste of it that'd be Especially fun that into drinking that much. okay i don't think that was this is bad. a beautiful watermelon it's very red yeah, it tastes great and we have a seedless watermelon so that helps too because then we don't have to de-seed this whole thing it's very bright red my dogs really like watermelon your dogs yeah. yes dogs Oh, and the one would eat everything, but so you'd have to catch it before she mm -hmm. ate the rind. And the other one knew to eat like just everything but the rind. Oh, how sweet! That and that doesn't upset their their little poop schedule. No. Interesting. Well, my daughter's very um, mindful of um, looking up literally before we give oh, our do. dog like any human anything yeah. because they're they are allergic to a lot of like random things. Yeah. We, I, I end up making a lot of sweet potatoes for my dogs. You know what? I want to make homemade dog food. Yeah, like sweet potatoes, brown rice. Yep. Wow. I need to do that. I would always make sure you're going to supplement with real dog food. Like, not real, oh, but, but everything's been... Unless you know what... There's vitamins that are like specifically pro proportioned for dogs yeah. that they need. Yeah. So I would make sure they don't... I don't know. No, that's fair. Or at least talk to your vet about, like, yeah. is there something they might miss if I just feed them this? Yeah. Yeah. No, 
I hear you on that because I haven't done any research on okay. what is all needed. But my neighbor doesn't. She uses like brown rice, pumpkin, zucchini. I don't know. She does a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I need to research it. Okay, so after we puree, meant there's something else. You can just put it in there. Yeah. Is it clean? Yeah. 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 Because we used to put it so after we puree the watermelon, I'm gonna chill it. What thing? Oh, we're gonna okay. let it get a nice chill on it. Cause I guess for the martinis, you could shake it with ice. Okay. Right before you serve it, and then strain it into your drink glass. Um, oh, nice. Or blend ice in with the margaritas. But I'd like to chill this just so we're yeah, not so relying on ice for temperature. Strawberry watermelon margaritas would be amazing. Uh, you could blend in different fruits. You could do blackberry watermelon. Blackberry is pretty on trend right now. And those you would puree as well? Yeah. yeah. But there's seeds in there, so you probably want to strain it. Okay. So you're just making, you could make really any variety of fruit, and the puree is kind of the base, and then we're adding the other stuff. But you could add any flavor combo yeah. that you liked. What would be fun is to create like a summer melon beverage where you cantaloupe and honeydew and watermelon together. Oh, that'd be nice. That as a beverage, that'd be a little different twist. So this watermelon is huge. So if we pureed all of this, we could freeze what we're not going to use, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you so would you have it all it. summer as your watermelon puree for your drinks, right? Yeah, that would be smart. Because <laughs> this is going to be a lot of watermelon. Okay. That's a great little project. And then if you have a dinner party, you have like, basically your the hard work is done. Right. Cutting up and pureeing, sure. yeah, and that would be a great thing. Like, get this. We're going to cut this whole thing up, get the dirty work out of the way, and then you just pull out your your watermelon puree at your next dinner party. Yeah. You know, even though this is seedless, it really isn't truly seedless. It just doesn't have the black seeds. The black so seeds seed has the white, white seeds, so we probably will strain it. Strain it. Okay. If we have yeah. a seed here, I've always been upset about. And it's not really seedless. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like never kind really, of seedless. It's never really going to be seedless. Yeah. It needs the seeds to produce. Seeds. Okay, so we're going to puree, freeze, and then we'll come back and put the drink together. Thanks for joining Gia's Italian Kitchen's podcast, where we connect you to loved ones through Italian food. If you'd like to see some past episodes, you can jump on our YouTube channel, Gia's Italian Kitchen or we've posted the link down in these podcast notes. And for upcoming events and lots of recipes, you can visit our website at giastellingkitchen.biz. And if you would like to leave us some comments or requests for this upcoming year, 2023, we would love to hear from you. You can send us an email, kelly at giastellingkitchen.biz, or send us a note in our website. Talk to you soon. Let's get cooking.